Finding clients can be hard, but for mass tort attorneys working on the Camp Lejeune case, it's become really hard. That's because a new scam has sprung up selling phony client leads. On today's episode, we do a deep dive into exactly how this scam works. Hello, you're listening to On the Merits, the weekly news podcast from Bloomberg Law and Bloomberg Government. I'm your host, David Schultz. So early this year, we brought you a podcast about how the mass tort bar is relying much more on lead generators to find their clients. Well, today we're going to hear about why they may be regretting that. One of the biggest mass torts out there, maybe ever, are the cases around contaminated water from Camp Lejeune. Perhaps you've seen some commercials recruiting you to be one of the thousands of plaintiffs. Attention, were you exposed to the toxic water at Camp Lejeune? Oftentimes, commercials like these are meant to find clients who then get passed on to law firms for a healthy fee. But as our reporters found out, a significant number of these leads attorneys are getting are totally bogus. Now, of course, the principle of caveat emptor comes into play here. But as you'll soon hear, this has impacts far beyond attorneys that may have buyer's remorse. Bloomberg Law's Emily Siegel and Kaustuv Basu just came out with a story about how the Camp Lejeune cases are leading to a mess of lead-generating fraud, and they went really deep on how these alleged frauds operate. But first, I started out by asking Kaustuv to tell me exactly what happened at Camp Lejeune that got all of this started. So early on, there was an off-site dry cleaner, and uh, from what we know, they were dumping all these dry cleaning chemicals and it, that water table got affected and, you know, the water was poisoned. There were other sources too. Um, the agency put toxic substances and D- disease registry found that supply wells were, you know, poisoned by multiple sources. And it went on for a long time from, you know, 1953 to the early 80s. And there's a North Carolina law, it's called the Statute of Repose. It prevented these people from suing the government. Right. But, you know, there was a decades long battle over that. And then that eventually changed, I think, due to an act of Congress. Right. How do we get to the point where we now have this huge pot of money for victims of this poisoning? Yes. Uh, Ed Bell, who is the lead counsel for the Camp Lynchian cases, uh, he's from South Carolina. He tried for a decade and a half uh, to sue the government government on behalf of these veterans. And ultimately, it took an act of Congress uh, that was signed into law last year so that these veterans could file claims and sue the government. But now we're in a really unique situation where because of this act of Congress, we have a huge pot of money for victims. And of course, they still need to file a claim and have that claim vetted. But they are entitled to this money. And that means this is a huge opportunity for lead generators. Emily, I want to turn to you about that. What is a lead generator and how does it work in this case, the Camp Lejeune case? So lead generators have been a part of the mass tort industry for a while. And when done correctly, you'll see these advertisements for things like Camp Lejeune. You'll see them on TV and social media. And when you call the numbers on there, you'll be connected to a person and they will collect your information. And if you qualify for the tort, You prove that you, for instance, with Camp Lejeune, that you live there, that you have a qualifying disease that came from the toxic water, and you provide medical records or the facility where you had your treatment done, then that lead can be sold to a law firm. And that's 
pretty expensive. So Sure. Uh, yeah, I get the sense that these lead generators get paid a lot of money. However, what you described, it sounds like, is how it's supposed to work. How it's actually working is that some of these lead generators, it sounds like, based on your reporting, are selling names to law firms that are completely bogus, where these people have no connection to the base and are just making up stories. Uh, what's going on here? So the lead generators do not have any connection to the outcome of the case. They're paid up front. So when you have a good lead, a good quality lead, you pay more money. We found that some of them were being sold for $7,000 per claimant. If you want to have a cheaper lead and pay maybe $2,000 per case, you might just get a name and a phone number and an address. And you pay that and then you wait to file and maybe you wait to work up this case. And when you call those phone numbers, they're not real. Or you look up the addresses, they're not real. Or you look at the medical records and they're doctored or all of the things that we found during the course of reporting the story. So that is the issue. It's some of these lead generators are providing a quality service and they're helping out the law firms and they're helping find people who have been injured. But when you lower down the quality, you're missing things. And then the lead generators have no skin in the game. So at the end of the day, they don't really care if the case does well. They can they get their money right at the at the top of their you know interaction with the law firm. I just want to reiterate that. I mean, it's, I think it bears repeating. So the way this is working is that you have these lead generators who are sending law firms phony names with phony stories for what two thousand dollars a name is that more or less? Yeah, or could be more or less, but around there. They get paid up front, uh, and then the lawyers get the names, get the leads, do the research and find out, oh, these people are total, you know, scammers and they have no connection to this case at all. Uh, That's got to be not great for the lawyers involved, I would imagine, right? Right. And so with Camp Lejeune in particular, they're not going to file a fake claim because then maybe the people vetting these claims will figure it out. But then the lawyers are stuck having spent all this money on something that didn't end up paying out. So it really falls on them. If they did file fake claims, they would also get in trouble. But I don't think they're going to do that because they'll be figured out right away. So I don't think there's necessarily a danger of the government paying out to these fake claims because once you scratch below the surface, you can quickly figure out that they're not real. So you guys went really deep into how this scam works. And in fact, you actually got recordings that someone made of themselves talking to a call center agent, coaching them on how to make up a fake Camp Lejeune claim. Tell me about what you heard in these recordings. Um, I heard them as well. It sounds like they're, he's just blatantly saying like, oh, here's how you can like lie to these lawyers so we can get money. It was like totally blatant, right? Yeah, that's exactly what we heard. And basically the person, the agent on the line was teaching the person how to file a claim and they practiced with them. So you could hear them going back and forth, asking them, what kind of cancer do you have? No, that's wrong. What kind of, you know, say it again, say it this way. Um, you know, he chastised him. He said, you're goofing up. You know, you need to you need to get better at this. And these calls went on for, I think, a period of a few days. They would call back and keep practicing. I think we were really taken aback by some of the ways that they were helping them file the claims. Like when they said, if they ask you for medical records, tell them that you're on vacation. 
And then what they will do is they'll connect them to the law firm that hired this company. And so by the time this person gets to the law firm, they've practiced. So they're able to answer all of the questions. They're completely prepared. And the lead is sold. And the, the lead generator makes money off of that. And, and one thing, you know, in this coaching that was going on, they were also telling them, tell the law firm that they had a DD-214. They got that specific. And that is essentially the proof of military service. So they had a script and, you know, they were encouraging this kind of fraud. So it wasn't just like, you know, oh, say you have cancer and say you were on the base from this date till this date. It was telling them very specific, like you have this form, you have, you know, it's like it, it got really deep. Yeah. Even when they asked, they said when they ask for your social security number, just give them a big number. That's that's amazing. Well, OK, let's uh, keep peeling this onion and go uh, another layer deeper. Um, you actually did some research on the lead generators themselves. Tell me about that. And I specifically want to know about a company called Revolts. Um, what is this company and what are they? what do they do? What are they all about? So Revolts advertises on their website and on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook that they collect leads for the major mass torts. They list out Camp Lejeune, uh, Johnson & Johnson talcum powder, um, Roundup. And when we looked into the company, we found that they were formed in Wyoming and also in Florida. Wyoming is a place that's sort of similar to Delaware. It's a good place to have an LLC that is masked and you don't have to reveal a lot of information about ownership. Um, and they also had one in Florida, which has since uh, filed for dissolution with the Secretary of State. Before our story, but quite recently, maybe a week or two ago, when we looked into the company, their LinkedIn pages were very new. Their social media pages were new. We tried reaching out to them. No one answered their the phone. No one got back to us via email. But when you know when we looked into the company, everything was very new related to it, and that was one of the things that can be a red flag. Um, you know, some of the employees had listed that they worked at the company for five or six years, but the company was was very new. So that those were some things that we found and we never were able to talk to anyone from the company. So we don't know exactly how it's run and we don't know who's behind it. But these were just the things that we could find by looking into them. Stu, I want to uh, bring it back to you. So obviously this is not great for attorneys, specifically mass tort attorneys. You spoke with one attorney who actually got in trouble with this in a previous mass tort case and is now working on the Camp Lejeune case. He had some really interesting thoughts about the whole lead generation industry. Tell me about how why this is so problematic for attorneys and, and what they can do to avoid getting ensnared here. And so the attorney we are talking about here is Michael Watts, and it seems he's everywhere when it comes to mass torts. Uh, you know, he is involved in Camp Lejeune. He was he's involved in the Johnson Johnson tort cases, and you know, most importantly, he was involved in the BP oil spill case from 2010. And in that case, he was indicted by the federal government for you know supplying fake leads in 2015. Uh, he was found not guilty in the next year, but in his telling, that is what has made him hyper vigilant about fake leads. And he said that his firm got cases from referred to at them. There was a lot of fraud. Uh, they have a marine on staff looking at these cases, and 
you know, he found a lot of fraud and he spoke about this at a conference in Las Vegas this month, uh, you know, pointing out the fraud, you know, kind of explaining the whole web of, uh, you know, deceit that might be happening and how lawyers can get trapped. And if, if you do not check that lead and if you file that claim with the Navy, you can get criminally indicted. But didn't you guys also mention that he is alerting law enforcement authorities about this or he's trying to sort of make this into a, a much bigger deal and raise some attention here? Yes, he told us that he has been, you know, um, in touch with the DOJ and the FBI about these fake claims. And he's been, you know, he started six months ago and he's told them everything he knows. Yeah. Finally, let's talk about the victims here. I mean, obviously, the victims of this are attorneys who, best case scenario, have to do a lot more work to vet the leads that they get. Worst case scenario, they end up like Michael Watts, who uh, got into legal trouble himself because he submitted some uh, false claims, it sounds like, inadvertently uh, on his part. So attorneys are the victims here. But also, the actual victims of Camp Lejeune are being re-victimized here, because it sounds like all of this scam might make it harder for them to get the money that they are entitled to. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that dynamic and how this doesn't just affect attorneys, it affects actual uh, pe- you know, civilians? Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, we spoke to someone who was affected in Catholic June, Mike Barton, and he got um, breast cancer some years ago. And, you know, he, he did say that people would question if we are real, if this kind of scam uh, keeps happening. You know, another person in the story was this lady whose uh, who husband, uh, Maureen, died of kidney cancer some years ago. And, you know, she had spoken to a lead generating company, never signed anything. And suddenly she gets a call this month saying that, you know, you should file early resolution from an attorney. And the attorney sends her these documents with a you know, there's an electronic signature in her name, and she never signed anything. So this is where you should. So uh, someone gave her name to an attorney and signed documents on her behalf, uh, even though she had no knowledge of this. Yes, and you know, it kind of made me wonder, like, you know, is is this how common and is this is this happening to more people, and they just don't know about it? So there are several layers of fraud happening here. And, you know, we tried to explain some of these things in the story. Yeah. But I mean, again, like, it, you know, even if, you know, you don't wind up in a situation like that where people are forging your name on documents, which sounds pretty bad. At the very least, you know, if you're a victim of the Camp Lejeune poisoning, you are entitled to money as a result of this act of Congress. And because of all this fraud, it's going to be a lot harder. It's going to take a lot longer for you to get that money. Yes, it will eat up the time. It takes to, you know, file a claim because if the attorney's office is just wading through fake claims in order to get to the real one, you know, their resources are wasted and ultimately it will take longer uh, to file. All right. That was Kastu Basu and Emily Siegel talking with us about Camp Lejeune and the wild world of lead generation. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for talking with me. Uh, thank you very much, Dave. Thank you. And that'll do it for today's episode of On the Merits. It was produced by myself, David Schultz. Our editor is Andrew Satter. And our executive producer is Josh Block. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next week. In a global tax landscape that changes by the day, it's what you don't know that can leave you exposed. 
At Bloomberg Tax, we provide market-leading intelligence and practical applications to help tax professionals work smarter, faster, and more accurately. Our solutions provide the insights you need for game-changing outcomes. To revolutionize your performance in real time, the difference is Bloomberg Tax. Learn more at pro.bloombergtax.com.